0: Do you want to count? I'll count. All right, Okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. One, two, three. Zona and I in the morning. I think we got it. I think we got it. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cute. All right, we're here. We'll just
1: align it in the ready. stool. You feel me?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do it in the stool. So good. Okay. <laughs> do you want to start? Oh, it's mm, been a while. Girl. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. So, um, hi everybody, um, if you are listening, thank you so much, um, for coming back from our yeah. first episode, I guess. Um, we've gotten a lot of responses and feedback from it, and y'all are so dope for listening. Um, today is Valentine's Day, not currently, but the day this is hopefully dropping right. is Valentine's Day, and today we're gonna be talking about the romance genre, um specifically in films so we're going to be talking to you today about chick flicks and specifically
1: right and a complete disclaimer um this bitch is in europe right now our lease. so if you know <laughs> if it sounds you know yeah. we're trying to do the best we can to make this sink but i feel like it's gonna be really surreal hearing this mm-hmm. back because you know she's not in front of me oh, and absolutely. you know
0: yeah <laughs> But we hope it still has that feel. Right, to we it still have the same dynamic. Still, you know, sitting right next to each other, even though we are miles apart. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: but yeah, so just to start talking about like the romance genre in general, um, we definitely, obviously, because it is Valentine's Day, like we took a particular interest in talking about, you know, the way that romance manifests itself in film um whether that's plot whether that's Mm -hmm. um who it's marketed to because we'll definitely get into that how that's changed over time um and what that means for us now like what's Mm -hmm. lacking what's 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 been done a little too much you know stuff like that and so that's basically Mm -hmm. the trajectory of today so the first thing we wanted to talk about um was why rom-com sort of disappeared um, right before this new age time, but if you want to explain yep. what like what time frame the new age um, of rom com is, at least
0: right. So I feel like it kind of varies for for I don't maybe I don't want to say it varies for everyone because it's it's kind of glaringly obvious. But I would say to me personally, I feel like rom com sort of disappeared like after 2010, really. And we uh-huh. are seeing a resurgence of it like now. Like I feel like we're living in a rom com renaissance right now. Yeah. You know, um especially with a lot of a lot of um rom coms I've noticed are coming out like this year especially. So I feel like if I were to put a timeline on it, I would say like um two thousand to like two thousand ten was like a pretty big time for rom coms. And then yeah. I would say, like, Marvel movies definitely took over, like, in terms of like blockbuster. Oh, yeah. Like, that's true. So, and that started in specifically 2010. So we have them like sort of reigning for like years on end, and then we start to see this resurgence. I think with like 2017, 2018. You know, to all the boys I loved before, I really do think is like a cultural reset in, for in many senses <laughs> of the world. Like, I'm I'm telling you, no, I really think it is like. In many senses of mm-hmm. the word, you know. Um, and so that was like 2017, 2018, I think that movie came out. I was seated. I mm-hmm. had my copies. I was ready. Um, <laughs> but I think that that did kind of change the trajectory of like rom coms, and now you we're starting to see them a lot more often. Um, you know, they're oh. not in the same sort of, you know, boat as Marvel movies in that they're not giving like the same, rom- like the same sort of budget. I think that has to do with the sort of decline of like um of seeing rom-coms. Like they were they just weren't given the budget that like Marvel movies are like given. Like I feel like in the 90s and the true. 2000s like they they gave money to like these films. Like that's what made them like sort of blockbusters. Like the budget for them was a lot higher, I think, than now mm-hmm. currently. Cuz it takes a lot to make a movie. It definitely does, but yeah, Absolutely,
1: I think that that definitely also. Has yeah, no, I definitely it. get that. Do you feel like, personally, because I feel like you like you know just also for context, I feel like you know so much more about like you know like movies that are more current. Versus, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm playing like cultural catch up. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like, whenever I watch a rom com, like last night I watched uh, Practical Magic because that shit's been on my so list for real. a hot minute. That's
0: a good movie. You know what I
1: mean? Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. Mm-hmm. It's giving very Anna and Elsa power yes. of sisterhood.
0: It was Is just so like there's just something about her. She's wonderful. The
1: fucking versatility too. Yeah. Like how the fuck She's you do so like you real. act like this and you like go. Scream at a kid in bird box, like wow. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Exactly. Um, but yeah, like, um, do you feel like there's any aspects of um past rom coms that don't don't show up in these new age um rom
0: coms? Do you feel like they're bringing something different? Yeah, oh my god.
1: Something like that.
0: <laughs> I you know what? <laughs> I actually I really do um i think the calm aspect of rom-com is kind of severely lacking now Mm, and it is kind of like that's true i really just don't think like writers nowadays like like at least the ones kind of writing this know how to be funny like i think they don't i don't think (laughs) no i'm being dead ass like i mean like like most writers actually period in general, like, across any genre, <laughs> just don't know how to write comedy yeah. anymore. Like, I, I mean that in the sense that, like, I don't know. There, I don't know if it's PC-ness or something like that. Like, that's sort of getting in the way. Or perhaps. Like, being politically correct. That get, they get too caught up in trying to be politically correct that they just don't even try to be funny anymore or like I have yeah. no idea what it is but the thing is if you were being offensive or saying slurs to begin with to try to grab at laughs were you yeah, ever really funny you're to begin with? yeah, yeah like, I was gonna say like, like that just huh? shows like you don't even you never
1: even had the I feel like early 2000s was Ooh, so much more it. like raunchy exactly. than I
0: remember
1: catch like it, early oh 2000s God
0: they be catch- they were just calling mm. people slurs in like one scene for like 2.5 seconds and then yes. we just moved on. What? Just move on. <laughs> that's
1: that's a joke. Like I feel like people we talk about this even with like comedians It's like you have to mm-hmm. if you joke at people's like expense, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I feel like then are you funny? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. really or are you just like a fucking bully? You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And literally I definitely feel like um you know trying to I feel like there's funny things that can come from like situational shit you don't have to mm-hmm. like say shit that's funny bro yeah. you can just make shit mad awkward like you yeah know what and I'm saying? it does not where, have to be
0: yeah that's where rom-com comedy i think sort of lives it there it lives in that yeah. in that situational awkwardness so in in yeah. romantic comedies across the board like across like times you know, you will always see these characters in uncomfortable situations and having to confront them. And you know, most times it's comical mm-hmm. and sometimes, you know, it's kind of serious, but you know, it's always like light and it's not something like too too heavy. Um and Exactly. So yeah, I think I think comedy's definitely evolved um in the rom-com genre, you know, for better or for worse, like yeah like sometimes shit is funny sometimes it's like uh-huh huh, like it's not <laughs> it's i feel like it's not another really thing
1: so that's me, weird like, is like the age range for okay so mm-hmm. movies that do have comedy are like more like teeny movies mm-hmm. but why isn't adulthood funny anymore you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying that shit can be funny I feel like rom-coms in the 90s or early 2000s -hmm. they're grown but Kissing Booth is funny definitely rom-com To All The Boys I've Loved Before that's that has some like comedy that's teenagers that's geared for teens funny
0: quirky yeah yeah so I don't
1: know that too i feel like it's lacking in the in the demographic like bitch i'm
0: grown but i'm gonna laugh like right i want to i want to have a good chuckle i want to have a good exactly like why and there's so many things about adulthood that are like really funny and there's so many uncomfortable situations in adulthood that is mad funny that you could, yeah, and at, it's heightened
1: like. because you're growing, and that's just you got to deal exactly, with it, bro. Exactly,
0: <laughs> and you just have to deal with it. At least teenagers, they'd be running away from that shit, and it's just like you know, like mm-hmm. they don't have to deal with shit because they're teenagers. Exactly, so adults have to they're deal right. with that shit, and that awkwardness mm-hmm. is where the comedy lives. Like, come on, be funny, exactly, right? <laughs> do better. come on, but yeah, I I definitely see
1: your point. So. Ooh, another thing too is do you feel like there are people that like do you know how in the 90s we had like rom-coms like celebrity staples you know what I'm saying we had mm-hmm. Julia Roberts we had um John, uh, what is it? John John Cusack um the motherfucker in Yuga Mail. um oh, the one with Tom the dark Hanks. hair
0: Tom yes
1: oh is that Tom Hanks no 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 no, no. Yeah. I'm talking about the guy from America's Sweetheart Seattle. he
0: was in Sleepless
1: in Seattle S- too. Tom Hanks no fucking way.
0: Tom Hanks was in You've Got Mail. Okay, but was and he in sleep in Seattle? Are yeah. you joking? That was him with Meg Ryan both times. They were like Meg Ryan's another one though. It couple. They were Meg Ryan is the
1: other one yes, with that little boyish haircut. Absolutely.
0: Um, so charming. Yeah, she's, so she's charming. cute. I
1: love and Meg
0: Ryan.
1: That she's bitch so it, it wasn't Meg Ryan in, in Harry Harry Masali? with Harry Masali?
0: Yes, exactly. Yeah. Harry met Sally. You've got male Sleepless in Seattle. Mm-hmm. Like she's the queen of rom com. She like, is. There's a whole bunch Roberts. of
1: others too that really that that show up often. But yeah, Julia Roberts. Um, Huber, in the early 2000s, like, J Lo was in a couple, too. Like, yes,
0: J Lo was absolutely mm-hmm. exactly. She was. Sandra Bullock was also in a couple in early
1: 2000s, the late 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s. Um, mm-hmm. But do you feel like there's people like in the in this like new age um, time period that come up a lot, or do you feel like it's kind of like we're just rolling out like new? People? Oh, I know we definitely
0: rolling out. Or maybe it's is, too soon I to tell. Think celebrity culture has definitely evolved from that time too, so I think that we're not. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Hollywood is is trying to focus a lot. Like celebrities, especially, are trying to focus on range. So it's just, like, a lot of them look down on sort of rom coms mm-hmm. as a genre, too. Like, a lot of people just look down on rom-coms or romance movies in general because it's, like, corny, it's cheesy, it's not serious, it's not taken seriously at, like, award shows and stuff like that. So they just won't do it because they want to they wanna do Oscar bait and, you know, participate in Oscar bait and all that. Mm-hmm. but it's fun like it's just it's mm-hmm. fun it's nice to have a silly fun time and watch silly fun movies <laughs> we don't have to take everything so damn serious all the time exactly and not everyone in Gen z wants to take everything so damn serious all the time that's why everyone in our generation is so depressed especially not, not in this goddamn time period right not with this like, pandemic we just need to consume exactly. more happy media maybe you know i'm not i'm not trying to you know downplay mental illness or anything like that like downplay depression but I just mean like considering more happy media will be probably better for our well being
1: Absolutely and I also think it's also weird too, um the way that like you mentioned like the way that rom-coms are seen Mm -hmm. and it's the fact that like who the fuck are these marketed to women Mm -hmm. but like it's just weird that it's like oh now they're they're too silly they're whatever they don't take them seriously it's, it's like chill but it's yeah. just like why though Even like the why is that bad the matter
0: is timothy chalamet is gonna cry for dune but he could also cry in a cute little rom-com that's also exactly range. like that little mouse don't play boy my has the range exactly. that little mouse boy do, do have the range take his little curls onto a trailer on set for a rom com. Like, <laughs> stop playing. Exactly. Sign that man up. Right Sign now. Sign that <laughs> man up. Zendaya is supposedly right. um she signed on for like a romance drama um drama. I love movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, she's doing it with I think uh Josh O'Connor, who's the king, um mm. uh absolutely king from the crown. Um oh, that's ironic. But <laughs> he played uh Prince Charles. <laughs> Uh, such a oh, good actor such a good man gamey. yeah so they're about to eat that up but you see learn from your yeah. peers you see how Zendaya signed on for a romance <laughs> drama a romance drama? cause I think learn I mean do you
1: think Ladybird is a rom-com or more rom or I more drama I would consider
0: it more drama sort of coming of age I think I think we're seeing yeah. a lot more coming of age films right now I don't think I would consider it maybe I would put it in the chick flick category but it feels too heavy mm to be it is heavy that's true there. that's mm-hmm. the thing that's what sets it apart I think from like rom-com kind of chick flick because it would be technically a chick flick because it's centered around yeah and it's also not even focused
1: on the romance it's more about the growth yeah and how romance plays into growth as opposed to like mm. these are two people watch them fall in love
0: mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying mm-hmm and the thing is, I feel like Lady Bird, Lady Bird is also more of like an inherently sort of artsy film because we have like a complex oh, yes. female protagonist and its style is, you know, different. Like Greta Gerwig um, has yes. her own specific style. And yeah, there's mm-hmm. a lot of different elements that I think make it sort of more art house and less like commercial chick flick-ish.
1: Even though
0: it definitely technically could be a chick flick.
1: Right, yeah, no. See, I I feel that way about um, a lot of Greta Gerwig movies, Mm. though, where it's, like, I feel like I don't want them to Mm. be down... I don't want to say, like, downgraded is a bad word, but I don't want them to be placed as a chick flick. Like, even Little Women, Frances Ha, like, they are very, like, Mm. they're women centered, but it's, like, and they're funny, but they're Mm -hmm. not, like, a Mm -hmm. chick flick in the sense that I feel like they can be but that also means we have to elevate the definition Mm -hmm. of a chick flick because i feel like the whole the point of calling something a chick flick is to be like oh we just discard it as a chick flick like legally blonde discarded as a chick flick um stuff Mm -hmm. like that so i feel like if we do do that we have to start acknowledging like the fucking um the the mental process and and the messages that are in these air quotes like chick flicks you know i'm saying there's more to it than that Mm -hmm. and the thing is too it's also completely fucking valid to make a movie about a romance and there's nothing more to it it's just that women want a situation in which a man actually cares about them oh (laughs) there it is
0: and there maybe i'd
1: like to live a life in which a man is emotionally capable to show up for me for once
0: so and that's okay and that's good and that's good on us like
1: right Absolutely. it doesn't have to
0: be this
1: like big thing like that's okay but i feel like chick flick as a genre is so like not degrading but it mm-hmm. feels weird like yeah, this shit feel, it means so much more to me than like oh it's just a movie for girls mm-hmm. like you do good to watch it mm-hmm. you, <laughs> you do, do real very good well to sit down to and watch, watch it, it actually
0: jeremy jeremy so, no offense <laughs> to the jeremy right. out, out there but like or the kyle's right that want to come down and speak shit on Mm -hmm. like rom-coms or chick flicks or something just simply because they are what they are and they live within those conventions exactly who cares i want to sign on for a silly fun time the same way you want to watch super bad i want to fucking watch Legally you like right
1: and that's the thing is like i feel like what irritates me is that chick flick is a genre Mm -hmm. but movies like super bad or even um i'm gonna say maybe like big lebowski is also one that's very like male-centric monty python holy Mm -hmm. grail all all those movies like that Mm. uh scott pilgrim yeah Yeah. they don't there's no it's not boy Mm. boy chick boy flick i mean you know what i'm saying like Mm -hmm. it's comedy it's thriller it's drama Mm -hmm. there's Mm -hmm. no thing separated for women for why Mm-hmm. do you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. and it's weird that inherently making a genre for women mm-hmm. makes that genre mm-hmm.
0: be, feel mm-hmm. like it, you discard it why yeah it feels like something that can't be taken serious around on the same level a movie as right a movie
1: else. for comedy for men is called a comedy but a movie mm. for comedy for women is called a chick flick oh why
0: so interesting
1: so that interesting. shit is weird
0: like you hate women <laughs> just, say feel right. like, just say you hate women and go like that's one thing Exactly. oh my god hate women exactly like, and I saw that literally and it goes back to what we
1: were saying before we started recording this like the fact that I feel like men just are not socialized to be with women that are emotional right because that's not to say mm. like women are a monolith we're not mm-hmm. right like women mm, that exactly. are in, in tune with their emotions they're not socialized to be that way because like mm-hmm. that's not that's not the media made for you it's not mm. If you stumble upon it, you, if you have sisters, if you're forced mm-hmm. into it by your, your, you know, your girlfriend or whatever. Okay, but it's not something that's like, yes, for you, we're going to want, no.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: That's such a good point. So, you know, so, but yeah, I feel like that's a tangent. But that's what this is about. Tangents. No,
0: but- absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Um, that's extremely valid because... Even just the way that like sort of men are are portrayed like in contrast to those different yeah. films like and the way women are portrayed in those films like the way women are portrayed in like Scott Pilgrim or super bad or or any of those other movies that we listed all great films by the way we're not putting down yeah, we're not they're putting sucking, down any good. of the the quote unquote boy comedy <laughs> Exactly. as you said but um they're great films it's just mm-hmm. it's it's good to point that out you know it's good to think critically about things that you consume mm-hmm. and that can include chick flicks and rom-coms and all that like i don't exactly. think there should be reason to to discard that either in that right way. right you you had to right you had to think critically about this
1: stuff and you should mm-hmm. right because you know and you're allowed to you care about it to- too like yeah you're allowed to want to consume that you're allowed Mm -hmm. to want a movie that's like that right um and i remember what was it i was watching (laughs) keeping up with the fucking kardashians the end comedy um, gold what the fuck comedy fucking gold and i feel like it's not talked about (laughs) enough them hoes are so funny absolutely for no reason or
0: yeah i like to have a silly fun time and i like to have exactly me alive. Like, watch i the watch Kardashian them the same way her. i watch love
1: island just yep. turn my brain off and giggle
0: turn your brain <laughs> off and just giggle for a moment i want to right. talk about how this girl she knows she has banter with this boy and i don't want to take it too serious but if i, I don't do, want get I off Cause I can't, I, do, muddorf, I, I can't get mugged off. I can't. I don't want to get mugged. Cause muddorf. I know he's gonna go with someone else, and I just I can't. Bro,
1: bro, no, it's the same thing. I just you know, and that's fucking okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um. But yeah, like he was saying that, like um, Scott Disick was like to Courtney. Um, this is like like in the early seasons like mm-hmm. she was watching Titanic she was like I'm gonna go watch something so I can imagine that I have a little bit of romance in my life mm-hmm. and Scott was like it's a movie it's a movie why do you want me to act like that if it's a movie and it's like that's mm. not what she's saying but both mm. of you are horrible at explaining what you want yeah. what she's saying is that in the film there's intense emotion and like he understands the, the core of a relationship as sex mm passion for her is emotions it's getting me flowers it's being romantic it's like Mm -hmm. tapping into the way you feel about me passion for scott is sex and that's exactly Mm -hmm. why they didn't work out but that's also quintessentially how we're socialized nine times Mm -hmm. out of ten yeah passion is true for men is like work right Mm -hmm. it's um sex right it's it's like very i don't want to say naturalistic desires but you get what i'm saying it's like Mm -hmm. more but for women we're fucking shoved to like want marriage and whatever Mm -hmm. um and to want that kind of like emotional connection even if we don't want marriage right we're more socialized to be sociable you know what i'm saying so you how those things cannot mesh and i think like um you have to as an adult right as an adult man and as an adult woman um and as an adult person in general right um mm-hmm. you have to start taking those fucking the way you have to start taking the shit you consume seriously and mm-hmm. like decompartmentalizing it because it's like you that's okay for you to not be that person but you also have to understand that it's like bro you 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 expressing your emotions and having a good relationship with your emotions is kind of important It's a great <laughs> it's kind of a core thing. of existing a good thing like <laughs> exactly. no actually
0: you don't want to be here if you're not with yourself emotionally like exactly. and if you don't want to be here and that's what rom coms tap into you. yeah mm-hmm. sometimes
1: and then on the other side mm-hmm. rom-coms tap into the way that men can be emotionally uh, manipulative and then we yeah. all laugh at it uh cough, right, cough, you Got Mail be funny. Don't run me out of business <laughs> Do not run
0: me out of business and ask me
1: to marry you Bitch Are what?
0: you fucking dumb You've Got Mail is a rom-com starring Meg Ryan And Conic. and Tom Hanks It was like their second movie together After the hit Sleepless in Seattle And um Yeah shit was crazy because why Are you trying to run my sister out of business You hate each other <laughs> in real life But then you were buddy buddy um, On screen yeah, and then even when Harry me.
1: met Sally, I didn't like the fact that the point of the movie was him being a dickhead, being like, um, a girl and a boy can't be friends. A girl and a boy mm. can't be friends. A girl and a boy. I wouldn't date somebody that believes that. Because then, mm. you know what that means? I'm not letting you have any fem- uh, girlfriends.
0: Yeah. Women
1: friends. Because if that's what you believe, then I don't, trust any, I don't trust your relationship or the way you cultivate your relationship with women. So if I yeah. see you with a woman, that cultivates jealousy. That's what that tells me.
0: Like you need to have a good amount of friends that are women. Like that should be Come on, bitch, Like I think, like Harry Met Harry Sally is an amazing film. It definitely you know cultivated raw yeah, like it. in the nineties. It it changed the cultural trajectory in the nineties. Um, it stars yes. uh, Meg Ryan and oh my god, what's his name? I forgot his name? I forgot his
1: fucking name, but I know he has a very deep, he's receiving an excellent actor. <laughs> he's a very girl,
0: all right. so true. He's a very excellent um, actor, though. Um, no, he is. Oh my he
1: god, he plays an annoying piece of
0: shit very well. <laughs> very, very well, An insufferable little shit. Oh, Billy Crystal. He so oh, Billy Billy Crystal. But yeah, yes. no, okay. he's yeah, okay. he's excellent. Um, and he's another one. He popped yeah. up a lot. Yeah, he definitely did. Um, but Meg Ryan was definitely, arguably, like, the queen of, like, rom-coms, like, during that time, along with, like, Julia mm-hmm. Roberts and then J-Lo in the 2000s. Oh, right, so it's important for men to have a good circle of friends that are women. Yes. And that's why I think I loved Say Anything. Like, Say Anything was so... Refreshing, mm. like just as a, a rom com, and it's so weird because like it came out in like 1989. Oh yeah, I was so it's ask. just like you're expected for it to have like this certain kind of humor mm-hmm. and follow these certain type of conventions, mm-hmm. but it's just the opposite of that. Okay. Like it's directed by Cameron Crowe and it stars John Cusack and I Own Sky and it was just it was so good because Lloyd, who plays like the lead had like a circle of female friends like he literally just hung out with women and even when he tried to like hang out with like guys cause he was the type of character that was like Kind of a loner, but he was cool with everyone. And when he tried Kay. to hang out with the guys, it was just like, "This is terrible. You guys are stupid, and this is why you're alone on a Saturday mm-hmm. night because you want to treat women like trash." And he actually called them out oh. on it. And it was so refreshing to see. No way, I'm watch that Yeah, tonight. it was so great to see. That's so cool. I really, I just really, really like that movie. It's weird and it's quirky, and they're teenagers and they're awkward. Oh. And he holds up a boombox yes. to her window, and yes. she just that was the most iconic. Thing. Thing. Rom-com scene My sister Ever just, It really was I loved it I loved it I could talk for It's hours really about modern Romeo and like, Juliet With It's literally with that scene. my favorite Rom-com I mean it's such a good Rom-com Like I, I don't know I really could talk Forever about it I, It's my favorite I think now Out of all rom-coms I don't know why It's just It's just the way It makes me feel I was cheesing Throughout that whole I movie. love that <laughs> I really was um, but, yeah, such a good movie, and that's a good example of just, like, men being able to be friends with women and respect them. And it's and, funny! You know, it just, and it's funny! Like, it, I mean, of course, it does have its moments, because it's the 90s, but it's mainly mm-hmm. funny, like, in an enjoyable way. Exactly. Um, and then, of course, sorry to spoil the ending, but he goes with her to England. Yeah. Like... To be to be with her. That's so cute. And it was like the easiest decision he ever made. Like wow, Ugh. just such a good movie. I love that. Watch it if you. Can. No, I'll
1: definitely. It's I'm gonna take you up on that one. I'm watching it tonight. Um,
0: I love. it. I'm excited. It. Okay. Good.
1: Um. Oh yeah before I forget um one of the other things that I really think we should touch on um and I definitely want to hear your take on is um we kind of started mm. stepping into it um earlier just talking about the way that like you know stuff is marketed to women but I also think that putting the way that it's marketed oh, to women next to the way women are even portrayed in these movies especially in the early 2000s trying to make this whole like counter culture, like you mentioned um of yes. um like the girly girl whatever and trying to make her evil and just rejecting femininity as a whole um i definitely feel like mean girls parodied this but a lot of movies really took it seriously um miss congeniality is Mm -hmm. interesting because at the end um she's like yeah like this this is like these are these women aren't fucking bapid because they care about their looks and maybe i should start showering more than once every 14 days
0: embracing (laughs) femininity that's what that's one theme that I like about that movie that sort of stays yeah. to like it's okay to embrace. And you know it's also kind of crazy. You know even and hyper femininity should be Respect thank you. It's still feminine. Mm-hmm. Yes it's about respect. A large part of it is literally just about mm-hmm. respect. So like kind of what I was saying sort of before we recorded this was that basically with like the 2000s in it's Humor and in its sort of coming its attempts to for a coming of age mm-hmm. uh story, one thing that was really big was the creation of this counterculture against hyper feminine women or just feminine women in general like it basically gave birth to like you know the the popular girls in jawbreaker, you know the Regina georges the Sharpay mm-hmm. Evans, you know all of these iconic hyper feminine you know blonde um or not blonde if you're in jawbreaker <laughs> just these women and um the sort of creation of the not like other girls mm-hmm. that you know you were supposed to root for in mm-hmm. the movie like um i think you brought up laney mm-hmm. from um oh my god what's the name of that oh, movie? fuck um yes yeah,
1: uh... <laughs> um she's all that
0: yeah she's all that she hated she hated femininity (laughs) I I said (laughs) "Kid, (laughs) me I love Uh, that song Um, (laughs) iconic but yeah Lady, she's the biggest example of not like other Mm -hmm. girls you know like um Oh, I think what is it? Janet from Mean Girls, like uh, yeah, Janice, the bitch from Ten Things I I Hate About You, Cat, Cat Stratford, yeah, like just these women yeah. that just kind of rejected femininity and and sort of put it down as well too in some ways, like. Like yeah, Kat really, really denounce right. like femininity and sort it's like of, you can uh, insulted her that sister and the, every chance yeah, she got. You don't have to be yeah. shitty. Like She's you're still shitty, her right? You know. mm Mhm.
1: You are mm-hmm. like,
0: that's not very feminist of you, actually. Exactly. You know, that's the one thing that pissed me off. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one thing that pissed me off that about that movie. Um, it's just the fact that any single time Bianca would say anything like. um... Her sister, like Kat, would just shit on her and just be like, "Well, so you're vapid funny. and you're stupid because you care about all of these things." But what is wrong with her? Because I, she she was she said, "Rah rah, I'm a feminist," but you hate your sister right. who's like hyper feminine. Are you serious? Exactly. Are you serious? Anyways, Ten Things I Hate About You was like this rom-com that basically came out in 1999, super popular, and it stars Julia Stiles and Heath Ledger. For some context, but it's excellent, and it's also one of my favorite rom-coms because their chemistry is crazy, yeah, and their tropes—that way they execute their tropes—are amazing. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's something that pissed me off about that. Yeah, movie. Kat was very much <laughs> how she just hated. Yeah, women. she thought she was like on
1: her high. I don't know. She she was just so yeah, like that. She thought she ate that you. Mm-hmm. You in fact did not eat that. Right, you <laughs> choked. So no, she was annoying, and um, you I also don't like the choked. fact that it's like when when okay when men when women reject feminine traits, they become shitty. Mm-hmm. But when you move, what mm. I don't like about movies that do that is like that's not a compliment on anybody because why is it that when mm-hmm. we move towards women that are masculine in air quotes more masculine or got more masculine mm-hmm. um traits you're sloppy you're messy or just stray from femininity mm-hmm. in general you 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 don't mm-hmm. have a single bit of sense like style uh, or at all mm-hmm. you're you're terse You're disrespectful. Mm. You put other women down. They adopt this Mm. view of men that I just don't understand how men aren't tight about this too. What the fuck? Why Mm. is Sandra Bullock walking Mm. around with a raccoon tail on the back of her head? (laughs) Saying that she's not like other girls. You should get like one. You know what I'm saying? That's not okay. I don't like that. I don't like that. It's like, oh yeah, this girl is like more masculine. She doesn't care about things that are typically
0: like feminine. And one of those (laughs) things is hygiene. (laughs) Are you oh the- my god yo that shit she was oh really out here in miscongeniality, congeniality like just struggling fighting for her life, weird. Life. or like lady <laughs> that bitch like it's not that she
1: doesn't know how to dress because she did have like this little boho thing going on but i was just like bro mm-hmm. look at yourself in the mirror for longer than 10 seconds before you decide to walk <laughs> out with that do you get what i'm saying and, and i just feel like that's so disrespectful <laughs> and annoying because it's like yeah. there are men that i have met that do take care of themselves and do take pride in the way that they look and don't um and and you know do speak to people with respect and do you know what I'm saying um so it was just mm-hmm. weird that it's just like women that do that have a shitty relationship with women, other women, right, and it's just mm-hmm. like is that what you're saying that men are because when you do that mm-hmm. you're not you're not critiquing that behavior which is what I feel like you should be mm-hmm. doing. And the only camp- the only movies that do mm-hmm. that are like movies that are parading these these tropes. The all the the other movies that do that take it mm-hmm. seriously. And that's not okay. Yep. You know? Yeah. And then how am I supposed to take the love interest mm-hmm. seriously when your depiction of a man um is shitty, right? Then you go you date mm-hmm. a man that is supposedly in your head that the the shittiness that this woman is approaching, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to like doing the hand <laughs> motions of like the scale, right? Which i like, right, trying to meet the yeah. Map, so it's like if, <laughs> if you're if I'm if I'm taking traits from a shitty man, a man is a shitty person, then mm-hmm. you want me to take that re- that relationship seriously
0: when y'all both suck? <laughs> you get you know what I'm trying to say? When you both when are you terrible. When you guys are both terrible. And, oh, my God, mm-hmm. that's the makings of a terrible rom-com. That's the yeah. thing. Like, you could deal with one person in the relationship being bad. Like, you could deal with mm-hmm. that if you're watching a rom-com. But you can't deal with both people being terrible people unless yeah. it's something funny. And, but, like, and the thing unless is, it's something I'm supposed to laugh right. at. And it's like, that's why someone has to have a change of heart.
1: You know what I'm saying? Mm. But
0: in these movies yeah, Yeah. they always do Mm -hmm. they always do have a sort of change of heart moment or moment where usually the guy has to apologize to the girl Mm -hmm. because you know the straighties we have to when you're watching het relationships Um, (laughs) but it's usually the guy apologizing to the girl Uh, a lot of times though I've also seen you know it's the girl sometimes apologizing to the guy like into all the boys Mm. Um, that was that was sort of that situation but Peter was still apologizing too. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, because that's scrunchie, he was wallowing with that one. <laughs> oh my! Oh my God! Don't even get me started. Because <laughs> what was what was wrong with that boy for that? You just let her take that. Like, are you serious? You're a man. You're a full grown man. Put some like, bass in your
1: voice and tell that bitch no. Ooh, oh my
0: God. <laughs> 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 No, because seriously, because what, I'm not taking you seriously, Genevieve. Like, are you dumb? Your name is Genevieve, and you want me to take you serious? Go
1: over there with your ugly self. Oh,
0: Oh no.
1: Nasty ass. Oh, my
0: God. (laughs) Trying to steal a scrunchie from a girl shorter than you. You're not serious. You are not serious. Nah. (laughs) You are so unserious. Like... (laughs) Mm-mm. I. By the way, not too much on Peter Kavinsky. By the way, just as a character, y'all be doing a lot on Noah Centineo. That's one thing I've I've actually noticed about the internet. Y'all do a lot on Noah Centineo when he's one of the only charming, charismatic men who's actually signing on for these rom coms. Like half of your faves out there that you can name half of your faves are participating in like these Oscar baits or like these incredible projects don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. these incredible serious projects that are necessary right but Noah Centineo is doing rom-coms he's out there and he's being charming and he's doing all of this and you know, basically elevating the culture. You know, with making these rom coms, and y'all do a lot on him just because right. some nudes got leaked. And, and like we do girl.
1: this, we say this with Twilight, where it's like some actors are only cute they can only be charming. as good as the rest of the production, right? So if the script is trash, if the directing is trash, don't come yeah. at me for that. Yeah. Go find the director and send him an email. Like, mm. don't at right. me at God. How about that?
0: Right. Right. Right exactly like we can't all be to all the boys i love before yeah and i just don't i just i just think the internet does a lot on him period um and i think he's cool no essentially i think you're we we support you cool (laughs) to me um so yeah (laughs) i support um but yeah we're just missing a lot of i feel like charismatic charming men yes i think
1: in new I, age rom-coms yeah. like and in think, new age
0: rom-coms we need more actors that have charisma and charm mm-hmm. like just naturally maybe you're not the prettiest person in the world and that's okay because and but are charismatic and, and charming You gonna sit here and tell me Billy Crystal's attractive? Go look me in my eyeballs and and tell me Billy Crystal's fucking
1: attractive.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. That's the thing. A lot of these, like, 90s or 2000s men, like, a lot of them were attractive, yes. But some of them were not that attractive. We're not cute. We're not pretty people. Mm -hmm. And you know me, I love pretty people, so I love watching it. Right. But half of what makes i think a good rom-com lead is charisma yes and that's why i think you know like actors like because um, that's why we root for jack you because we fuck with you who's exactly that's why we root for you it's the charisma mm-hmm. and i think a lot of new age actors like um jack quaid right. and like mason gooding oh my god from love victor he's so charming in real life and mm-hmm. beautiful beautiful <laughs> man But Jack Quaid, you know Mason Gooding, Noah Centineo—I think they're great contenders. Yeah, like in the new age rom-coms, like I I want to see them around more a lot because they're very charismatic, you know, Um, and charming and beautiful. I think also in order
1: for that to shine, and this is also something that we mentioned before, Mm. is or before recording this is changing the 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 nature of the conflicts, right? Because Mm. charisma and being a shitty person. I they can go together because you know, we've always been to school with that person that like made you laugh, but you know that motherfucker was shitty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like maybe he wasn't shitty to you but he was mm-hmm. shitty to somebody else, you know. And we know. Right. And
0: we know, but that. I, I I wish, know
1: that I I would wish for a movie that like the conflict doesn't have to do with you and you doing me wrong or i'm doing you wrong or more of like what are the Mm. actual trials of a relationship distance work family religion
0: social issues
1: and and right facing it together because like that also helps people that like have anxiety about those things because like film Mm -hmm. is not escapism but sometimes it can be right like mm-hmm. it can be and it, and it's valid if it's used that way it feels really good to know that there's a movie out there that shows you that a relationship can work even though it's long distance a relationship can work even if the yeah. families don't fuck with each other it can work if the religions are different it can mm-hmm. work because why two people actually want to show up for each other that's fucking rare that's yes. why rom-coms even did so well at a point because yeah. like two people with that such a high level of commitment is rare so, and I
0: also think that what plays a part in the reason why we've seen that so much Is because like A lot of the time That sort of conflict You would need two people to be together to do that And a lot of these rom-com stories Are centered around these getting, two people together. coming together mm-hmm. Yeah, like the start of their story So their start of their story Or the start of their relationship Is not often like the start of their story That it's, is like, true the end of it You mm-hmm. know? So but it, you know of course that's not the case in like every rom-com like there's a bunch of different rom-coms where you know they they get together and then yeah. it's just like especially it's a if they're sequels of coming of of coming back together again yeah um but it's a matter of coming back together again like mm-hmm. one of my favorite new age rom-coms is like plus one and mm-hmm. it stars Jack and it stars Jack Quaid and like they're kind of together they're basically together for like Um, some parts of the movie, but then of course, you know, his um, you know, his issues Mm -hmm. are still prevalent, his issues are still there, Mm -hmm. and he still has to face them, and Mm -hmm. he hasn't faced them and that's what causes them to break up but then come back together in the end when he realizes it when he realizes, um, you know how he how he hasn't faced this yet and how that sort of affects their relationship Mm -hmm. and and yeah and you know he figures it out and they come back together again and so i just yeah i appreciate that i would appreciate being able to to see these couples sort of figure it out together instead of just having like one person apologize and then just come back in the end like Mm -hmm. it would be interesting to see that
1: yeah exactly and i feel like that's that's also part of like exploring a genre is like where Mm -hmm. exploring the the i don't know if temporality is the the right word but like yeah like the the order like what if we start when they're together Mm -hmm. what if we start in the middle of their relationship and it's them finding each other and they're coming back what if it's because i feel like shows explore that more and they have more freedom because they have a lot of time but i feel like it'd be cool Mm -hmm. to have a movie where the conflict is like something like that where it's like maybe it doesn't have to be that people are shitty doesn't have to be that you lie to me bro it could just be that life is
0: hard and that's okay you know what i'm saying yeah and that's okay Exactly, and it can be interesting and fun exactly it doesn't have to be this big thing or it it doesn't have to be yeah and that can also invite room for diversity
1: because different kinds of relationships have different problems right Mm -hmm. um so or even what was it um with uh single all the way the conflict wasn't that someone was shitty oh yeah at all i forgot what the conflict was i think they just they were just getting together and um the guy was like dating this other guy and he had to choose between staying home or going back mm-hmm. to LA I think for like his job even though he hated his job he just wanted mm-hmm. more from that or but then on top of that the mm-hmm. guy that he liked or that like the the guy he inevitably ends up with um um li- like lived in LA like they met in LA so it's like you know Mm -hmm. there's that distance nobody neither of them were being shitty people or like the conflict wasn't that it was more of like a work-life balance sort of conflict and that shit was good because like that's not to say that i need characters to remain likable the entire time but also Mm -hmm. i think that there's more shit to explore than people being like shitty and having to move on from that you know what
0: i mean exactly yeah, yeah, and th- just the part what you said about diversity within the stories, I think mm-hmm. is also really important because when you have two different people in a relationship, the conflict that comes from that can be something that's natural. Right. Like, uh, I feel like a lot of these these white on white movies, <laughs> these white on white movies, you know, a lot of the conflict has to be something that's created. You know, yes, especially when you bring the the classism and um the sort of the racial aspect of it as well um a lot of i think a lot of like rich people media that we consume Mm. a lot of the problems that they have they make for themselves i think yes oh my god
1: they kind of need the
0: conflict in order to make their lives interesting Mm -hmm. um so I I think that's that's definitely something that's kind of to an extent been represented in rom coms, like the conflicts that have arisen between um between these couples that we see, like for for better or for worse, some of it is really not that serious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's really not that I know, serious. no, literally. <laughs> You know, and so that's why I think you know that rom coms are meant to be entertaining and enjoyed in that type of way because you don't have to necessarily take it serious. Right. But um, love is like love is the best thing we do. Yeah. So yeah, like I think it would be important to show those diverse stories and the diverse ways in which in which we sort of you know react to those exactly those based on who we are as people. Big too. Exactly, based on who we are just as people. That adds another layer to it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like it's it's double diversity. Right. You get double brownie points. Like, come on. <laughs> Jump on that opportunity. Exactly. Come on. <laughs> Jump on it.
1: And that's definitely what I think is lacking and I think even if mm-hmm. we are making a lot more diverse stories, they're not getting the attention that they deserve or maybe it's like Mm. another thing that comes with that is like everyone's trying to be pc and like jump on that wave and they're Mm. not doing it right you know what i'm saying maybe you're you're not representing Mm -hmm. like um racial issues the way that they're actually experienced by those like races or identities maybe you're Mm. not um representing what it's actually like to be in like a queer relationship um what those troubles are you know because you're Mm. fucking trying to appeal to something that Mm -hmm. like bro you're not this ain't this ain't what you know about this ain't your corner this is mm-hmm. not your lane
0: Yeah, you know what
1: I mean and you're not doing like the proper research that's why a lot of research. people
0: say mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's why people say that you have to write what you know
1: exactly exactly that's exactly. you what you're what best
0: you at know.
1: you see Lemano Miranda mm-hmm. stays in his fucking lane Hispanic and like the city
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> that's it like that's <laughs> and it. that's it
1: exactly and that's it. it it can be as simple as that really. right
0: it really can
1: Mm-hmm. But Hamilton's another thing we're we going to touch
0: on. Cause that's oh, that's another monster. Um, <laughs> that shit is like three hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's going to be an experience right. to
1: watch. So next week, we are not... Yeah, next week, we're doing In the Heights. Um, and we're just going to touch on... Right. No, for real. Yeah, so we're definitely <laughs> uh, going to start... You know, releasing this these in a more like scheduled time period. So we are doing them weekly. um
0: Yes, we're gonna try. Well, yeah, gonna try. we're gonna try
1: because we are busy and this <laughs> bitch understand. is in like fucking West bubble fuck in a different country. So there's also that. But your
0: girl is in Denmark, and we're both college students. It's a little
1: hard, but we're
0: trying. Right, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot.
1: But yeah. So catch you next week, uh, and yeah. Celebrate yourselves today, please.
0: Yes, treasure yourselves, love yourselves
1: today. Hot take: Valentine's Day should be a uh, like a day off day. Why? Because it should be a mental health Ooh, day. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I feel Valentine's like that's cool. Day should
0: absolutely be a mental health day.
1: Yeah, like show love put to your, yourself a put little put bit. Petition
0: to make Valentine's Day a mental health day. I'll sign it. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, we love you. Love, love you so yourselves. much. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Mhm. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Have the have an amazing day. Bye, bitch.